Welcome to Behind the Lines, coming to you from the socialist Marxist lines of Washington State. It's a crazy liberal petri dish for the rest of the country, folks. Stay up to date with all the great news right here. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms, shall not be infringed. That's the Second Amendment, folks. And it's coming under fire big time now, of course, with Biden in office and all of a sudden all these mass shootings that seem to be happening every other day since he's come into office. Conveniently, Biden is considering executive action on gun control if Congress doesn't act to do something. Right now he's asking them to ban assault weapons and uh, extended magazines, high-capacity magazines. His uh, executive orders included strengthening background checks or increasing and increasing community anti-violence funding. Um, so it wouldn't be much. I think he knows better than to try to go forward and just take executive action on banning high-capacity magazines and assault weapons. He's also considering regulating ghost guns, which are guns that are assembled at home that don't have serial numbers, making them more difficult to track. Uh, Biden is publicly calling for tighter gun laws after the Boulder, Colorado incident. I personally have no problem with uh, background checks. I think they should be done, but banning certain types of weapons and magazines is pointless. It's not going to do anything. For one thing, if criminals want a weapon, they're going to get the weapon. They don't go, you know, uh, buy them at the store and get background checks. Now, I know this guy at the Boulder, Colorado incident, he bought the gun a week ago. But, uh, you know, here's a failure of the background check. This guy was on the FBI's radar already. So why is it all these shootings, these guys are always on the FBI radar, but for some reason no action is ever taken, and then they go out and commit some atrocity like this dude did in Colorado. If the background check system worked, this guy would have been caught and no gun would have been sold. Now, that doesn't mean he wouldn't have gone out and got one anyway. I'm sure he was determined to do whatever he was going to do. This guy that doesn't fit any of the media narrative about white supremacy or any of this other stuff, this guy, by all appearances, is a Muslim, and probably some kind of radical that hates America and wanted to kill Americans, and we're going to start seeing this stuff again because, you know, the borders are wide open and we're letting everybody in here again, and, you know, it's just back to the same old, same old. Biden said that he doesn't need to wait another minute, let alone an hour, to take common-sense steps that will save lives in the future, and I urge my colleagues in the House and Senate to act. Well, if you're going to use some common sense... Start prosecuting criminals. Start taking action on people that are on your radar. Why do we even have a radar if we're not going to do something about these people? Instead, we're going to take action against law-abiding citizens, because that's always the answer with Democrats, is to go after, you know, 
Joe Plummer, who's not doing anything but owns a few guns and he's just trying to live his life and go to work and pay his taxes, but we're going to slap all these regulations on him because somehow that's going to save lives. All these little feel-good, sound-good PC laws they come up with don't do anything. I worked as a police officer for nine years, and I've worked in other law enforcement capacities for more than 20 years, and I can tell you that criminals will get guns regardless of your little laws that you create, and these things are not going to do any good. You've got to start prosecuting prosecuting and punishing these people who break the law. And this seems to be a huge problem all across the U.S. right now. Criminals are not being prosecuted. They're not being jailed. Instead, they want to release these people and give them chance after chance. And I don't know if it's naivety or just stupidity, but these courts and prosecutors have got to start doing their job. And that's where people's lives will be saved. People coming into this country should be vetted if they have anti-American background or beliefs, then they shouldn't be allowed in here. I mean, what, what do you, why are we letting these types of people in the country? Why is this country just an open door to anybody who wants to come here? No other country in the world is like that. No other country has immigration laws, and I say that extremely loosely. We don't have, we're not enforcing any laws. When you don't enforce the law, you're going to have a lawless society, plain and simple, common sense. It's very easy for criminals to get guns without going to the store. You've got all these gang problems in these major, especially Democrat cities right now because laws aren't being enforced, people aren't being incarcerated. And this is this is the result. People are trying to say mass shootings were down last year because of COVID. Well, no. That people still went shopping into grocery stores and none of you know, all the major uh, big box stores were still open and people were still going there. So if somebody still wanted to shoot some people, they could have done it. So I think there's something else to it. And uh, it's just interesting to me that as soon as the Democrats have total control, all of a sudden there's hundreds of mass shootings, you know, in a month. If you look at statistics, in 2020 there were only 615 total mass shootings, and that's pretty much defined as three or more people shot at a incident. So far this year, we're over 180 for the year. And at that rate, we're going to blow 2020 out of the water. In the last few days, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals out of San Francisco uh, had a very controversial new gun control decision that appears to rewrite the Second Amendment uh, in deciding the case, Young versus State of Hawaii, the split court Wednesday decided that openly carrying a handgun is not constitutionally protected outside an owner's house, which is a very limited opinion that challenges several states that allow open and concealed carry. Hawaii has very strict gun laws, basically limiting permits. You have to have a, a permit to carry a weapon and pretty much limited only to law enforcement. So essentially, this ruling says you can only have a gun in your home and cannot take it outside of your home. And um, 
Like the NRA has said, the ability to defend yourself and your loved ones is one of the most basic fundamental rights, and this is true. Again, criminals don't care about, care about your gun laws. Um, I don't know how much simpler you could make it, and anybody that's worked in or around law enforcement uh, or known any kind of criminal, you know that these people don't care about laws, and they have their ways of getting things, and getting a gun illegally is very, very easy, and your little gun laws are not going to change anything about that. All they're going to do is make it easier for criminals to assault and accost law-abiding people who will have the inability to protect themselves. Anyway, this Ninth Circuit uh, Court of Appeals case is going to get sent up to the Supreme Court. Who knows what's going to happen there? That seems to be a mixed bag in these days. But in the 21st century, the Second Amendment has been subjected to renewed academic inquiry and judicial interest. In Heller, the Supreme Court handed down a landmark decision that held the amendment protects an individual's right to keep a gun for self-defense. This was the first time the court had ruled in the Second Amendment guarantees an individual's right to own a gun. In McDonald v. Chicago in 2010, the Supreme Court clarified that the Due Process Clause of the 14th Amendment incorporated the Second Amendment against state and local governments. In Catano v. Massachusetts in 2016, the Supreme Court reiterated its earlier rulings that the Second Amendment extends prima facie to all instruments that constitute bearable arms, even those that were not in existence at the time of the founding, and that its protection is not limited to only those weapons useful in warfare. So the Supreme Court's already ruled on this. I don't know why it has to be revisited. I've made hundreds, maybe thousands of arrests in my uh, career in and around law enforcement, and I can tell you that I've taken numerous stolen guns off criminals uh, or unregistered guns or whatever, black market guns, home-built guns. They aren't going to follow your little rules. Stop creating laws that negatively impact law-abiding people and go after criminals. That is your job as a prosecutor, as the government, as a law enforcement officer. All these politicians sitting behind their little desks who have never done anything but be a politician their whole life have no clue, apparently, what it's like on the street or how criminals behave in reality. And these little feel-good laws and PC bullshit laws that they're going to continue to pass are going to have no bearing on anything. Until you start taking action against people who actually break the law, nothing is going to change. Maybe all you politicians ought to get off your ass and go ride with a cop for a couple days and see what they deal with and see the kind of people that are on the streets. Instead, you're locked behind your gates in your $10 million mansions and, you know, rich little neighborhoods, and you have no clue. You have no clue what it's really like on the streets or downtown in these cities and these ghettos. You just sit up there and make these little laws and make assumptions and stroke your ego. You morons should really do something useful for once.
Hey everyone, thanks for listening to the Behind the Line podcast. I hope you will subscribe to the channel so you can get regular updates. And if you're listening to this on YouTube, I hope you will also uh, like it, share it, and uh, subscribe on YouTube as well. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, Anchor, Sprecher. We're on various other podcast platforms. Um, And you can find me on LinkedIn under John Washington. Again, thank you for listening. We appreciate your support.